Welcome back to Geeking Out Over Star Wars. My name is Zachary. I'm joined by my co-host, Shamari. What's up, man? Hey, uh, glad to be here, as always. I'm loving this show. I'm glad we I'm glad we started it up. I'm loving the High Republic. Uh, and yeah, I'm just I'm just glad to be talking about Star Wars again. <laughs> we, we this is the High Republic has given us the chance to the chance for this show really, and we've talked about this before, and we wanted to do this show. Um, you know, we love Star Wars so much, but the High Republic, the start of it, has really given us the chance to really buckle down and get going. And that's why so much of the content these these first what we're in our fourth episode now is focused on the High Republic. We've just that's really what's going on in Star Wars right now. Um, so, and it, and it's a good thing. So like it, that's okay. This is kind of picking up during a time when Star Wars news is usually less between, you know, cause all of it's usually the end of the years and we get the movies and we get the Mandalorian. So we've gotten the high Republic. Um, and today we're talking about a test of courage. Now I know you finished that a little bit ago. Um, and we're going to go into that. Um, this is going to be a very quick episode. Uh, uh, let me start off by saying, if you're new to the show, geeking out over Star Wars is just that. It we are Shamari and I meet. Usually, we try to about every other week, uh, just kind of break down what's big in Star Wars, the big release. We talk about some of the news and we just geek out over it. We're both longtime Star Wars fans, our whole life practically. That's what we bonded over when we first met, mm-hmm. um, and hopefully, we get to share that enthusiasm and passion with whoever's listening. This week is going to be a small episode probably the shortest that we'll have um, because we're going to just be talking about Justina Ireland's High Republic novel, middle grade novel, A Test of Courage. Um, So quick thoughts before we go into it. How did you feel about this? Uh, I thought this was very good. Um, I thought it was a very good book, honestly, for, you know, I know it's for younger readers. Um, uh, I thought it was, I thought it was just a well-paced, a uh, young reader novel it was very it was, it had adventure, um, you know. It had younger characters. Of course, we have Benestra Rowe, uh, who's a younger Jedi Knight. Um, you have a Padawan, Imri. You have um, other younger characters, and um, and I, I mean, overall, I enjoyed it. I, I thought it was cool. It had some action sequences. It also had some pretty dark sequences, which which caught me off guard as well. I did not expect. Uh, any of that, honestly. So, uh, so yeah, honestly, I thought it was very good overall. I thought it was a really good book, and I, honestly, I enjoyed it. I'm I'm definitely on the same page as you. I think this smaller middle grade novel um, really kind of works for any age, even though it says middle grade. I think there's enough in here mm-hmm. that it works yeah. for anybody, adult readers alike. It is very focused. It's small, obviously, in terms of page count and what's on the page, and the book size itself is it's it's definitely very small. But I think that allows it to tell a very focused story, um, and just focus on this small group of obviously young characters because that's what they're aiming for here. Um, I feel the same as you. I think this is just kind of continues um, with the excellence of the High Republic. It, it really does. So, a test of courage is about our, our main... Well, they're actually, they, the perspective changes with each chapter. Um, but the setup is that this takes place right before the dedication ceremony for Starlight Beacon. So it takes place at the very end of Light of the Jedi. Um, mm-hmm. And Vernestra Rowe, who is a newly minted Jedi Knight at the age of 15 or 16, um, which mm-hmm. she is one of the youngest in the order to for that to happen to. 
she is sent with a delegation, and I'm forgetting the name of the species, uh, but she's sent with a delegation, um, as well as with another Jedi Master, Master Douglas mm -hmm. Sunvale, and his Padawan, Imri, and then also with Avon Staros, who is a senator's daughter. Now, Avon Staros being the um, being of the line of Fra related to Sana Staros, which if mm -hmm. you've read the Star Wars yes. comic, um, that's where she's at. That that's actually a cool little a little nod, which is which has been really nice. Kind of less yes. less less instrumental than the Santeca nod from In Light of the Jedi. Like right. They actually are playing a important part to the story. But it is nice to see that this is a very, this is one big galaxy. And sometimes you do have lineages that go on for uh, a few yeah. hundred years. So that's been, that was, that's a cool little thing. But Vernestra, who is new 16, she's not in charge, but she is taken on this delegation, taken with this delegation to go to the dedication of Starlight Beacon. Unbeknownst to them, before they start to travel, a group of Nile sabotage their ship. And once they are in space on their way to the dedication the sabotage works the ship goes up um the delegation is lost master douglas is lost and they are stranded on a uh they're stranded on a remote moon is it a moon is it a planet i can't i can't remember i thought it was a planet but honestly I, i'm not I, certain probably a planet all right let's go with planet yeah. i'm probably wrong i forgot this stuff you also you i finished this a while ago you so i <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna trust your judgment on it um and then that's where that's where they um, that's where most of this book happens on as they're stranded Vernestra Emery who lost his master uh, master Douglas in the in the in the ship explosion um, we have honesty who's one of the children of the delegates um, and we have Avon Staros who is the senator's daughter um, oh, so that's and, our and it actually is a, a moon actually it so. is a moon oh you yeah, look at yeah. that oh I'm proud of myself <laughs> all right so that's that's our setup um, what did you how what do you think of the book up to that point? Um, I I was shocked that they had killed Master Douglas, mm -hmm. and um, uh, you know, it's just another thing that shows that it, it gives the Nihil some teeth. You know, it shows that yeah, these are these are very dangerous, uh, you know, pirates. I mean, I and and they they're referred to almost as marauders, pirates. I mean, to me at this point, they seem more like almost like a terrorist group, honestly. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're just causing mass chaos and death, you know, and it's it's like really, you know, it's really crazy uh, what they're what they're able to do and what they're willing to do. Um, and uh, so, yeah, at this point, uh, I was pretty, you know, I was pretty shocked at what happened. And I was, um, you know, at this point, I was looking to see how they were going to resolve the situation. I what I really appreciated um up to this up to this point it was great i think the introduction to the characters were great um i think vernestra is this really bright-eyed type of character that mm -hmm. i think works um i think almost actually very similar to i think ahsoka in a lot of ways in her younger years um without being maybe necessarily as annoying as as ahsoka came off in in the clone wars movie right. um but i i definitely liked a lot of the characters and i'm with you they killed off master douglas very early and it got a little dark. And that was, that's one of the things that I think, and what happens later in the book, and what I'm so impressed by is that they didn't really dumb down, for lack of a better phrase, they didn't dumb down any of the traumatic moments right, that yes. these 
that these kids for because they're really Vernetra is the oldest out of all of them. The rest of them are twelve, thirteen. Yeah. That these kids really experience. We get Imri, the Padawan, who lost his master, Master Douglas, when the Nile sabotaged the ship. He's dealing with the grief of someone who has, you know, someone who has been in the father, you know, capacity for so long. And that's one of the things that I think a couple of the books, uh, and Into the Dark also, which not obviously not today, um, but Into the Dark deals with is this, they tell you not to love, but you develop these attachments regardless and what do you do when that when that goes somewhere? So I like how they play into that for this yeah. young Padawan here. Um, one of the delegation's sons, one of the delegate's sons, he's dealing with the loss of his father, who was killed yeah. on the ship. You know, and I like that the book doesn't shy away, even though it's for younger readers. It go, it gets a little dark. It gets a little dark. Um, and I really appreciated that. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Um, I, I mean, I really appreciated that. Um, that it, it really... it. In that it really just goes for that and it doesn't like you said it doesn't hold anything back because it's a young readers novel you know because i remember you know even other franchises i mean harry potter and others that are that feature kids you know but they go through you know more traumatic events and you you can go through those events until tell a good story without it being you know grotesque you know or anything that should, kids shouldn't read so mm-hmm. so i thought justina did a really good job of of showing how dangerous denial are and you know of showing how these kids were able to persevere and get through this scenario um though they did run into some obstacles as as we'll get into it through this story as well they do run into some obstacles i'm i'm with you i like that point that you made though that you can tell these kind of stories about this trauma about these kids facing this trauma, but not necessarily, and make it in a way that kids can understand and that they can take in, but that doesn't feel like you are shying away from the topic, that you are right. actually confronting the issue, which also makes it engaging for adult readers um, and older teens who may who may be used to reading books that are um, of a higher reading level. Um, but you are right; they they are not done. They are stranded on this moon. Um, the environment itself is playing. Uh, is already an adversary um, in that the rain is like this burning rain. It, it's acid rain. It tear. It'll burn their skin. It'll burn through their clothing. Um, mm-hmm. The these children are dealing with their loss. Yeah. Vernestra has to, as the oldest one, has to take charge of everyone. Has to be the leader. I um, mean, she's a new Jedi Knight, so this is still new for her. It's like her first mission, her first solo mission. Um, and then mm-hmm. you have Honesty and Imri, who have both lost their father or father-like mentors and then you have avon staros who is kind of the uh i want to say the levity in the group between her and her droid j6 um in that nothing what we do see is we see the strain between we when they're stranded and everyone else is dealing with their more present situations we see the strain that her mother as a politician and that role has had on avon which is also another little trauma uh thing that they worked through which was nice um, but they are not alone on this moon. Um, their saboteurs are also there from the Nile. And these Nile realize that they are have not finished the job. Um, and they need to. And that it, they, they have to finish this job. Um, it pretty, it, that's, that's pretty much the second half of the book. That's all it is. You know, the, 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 the kids working through their issues and then confronting the Nile. The big thing here um, was that Imri actually went after the Nile um, 
and had shown a little bit of the dark side, uh, a little bit of a, a temptation towards some dark tendencies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, I'd say he he almost went like full dark side, pretty much. I mean, he, he said much, he was willing yeah. to kill uh, Venestra uh, to to get to the to the Nihil. And he was fighting her, or he tried. It seemed like he tried to kill her. So I was like, "Wow, I didn't know they were going to go there." You know, I I really did not know that that, that was actually going to happen. Especially with such a young character as well. Yeah, such a young character. So it was really tragic. You know, there was a little bit of tragedy. Honestly, I felt really sad for him <laughs> uh, going through the book. I was like, "Wow, this is uh, this is pretty sad." You know, so but um, uh, so yeah, he he was, and you and it. It made it so understandable because he lost his master. You know, mm-hmm. these people killed his master, and he, and like you said, it show it really shows that bond. Uh, and that's been a common theme, and I'm looking forward to going into into dark into the dark as well. Not to pivot too much, but that's a thing that shows up in that book as well. And I'm really excited to get into that also. But like, but yeah, it really highlights that relationship between student and master, and the contradictions of the Jedi of the the jedi and and uh how they approach the force and how that creates a lot of problems and it created problems for emory and he thought he was gonna have to leave the order they didn't even have to leave the order um and uh yeah so i i thought that was a really that was a really uh, uh big twist that i did not see coming it, it caught me completely by surprise um you know, I thought they just got to not fight the Nihil and get out, but no, it, that happens. So that was that was pretty shocking to me. I'm I'm with you. I think fact again once a, once again, um, they are showing that they can show these issues and they can go a little dark with it um, in this middle grade novel, and it it impressed me that I thought it would maybe just be you you kind of see it coming from a mile away. Okay, oh he's gonna he's gonna be a little bit rebellious. He's gonna be a little right. bit angry, but oh they'll stop him. Right? Isn't that just how this all goes? They'll stop them. Right. But no. Uh, Justina Ireland really went for it. She really, really went for it. And she, and Imri goes all out and is about to kill the Nile. And it's because of Vernestra stop, stepping in front and and stopping him forcefully. Not not just talking him down. Like, she has to stop him forcefully. Right, yeah. Um, that he stops. And, you know, by the end, after some conversations and some introspection... Um, he take he's able he's able to calm down he's able to see that maybe that wasn't the best path but what i also like by the end of this book he's not just wiped clean like the slate isn't wiped clean for him like he's right. still struggling internally with the fact yep. that he lost his master and the fact that he temp- he lashed out like this um mm-hmm. but what what i like and what i didn't see coming also uh was that vernestra ends up taking him on as her padawan after yep. everything's said and done and at the either at the dedication ceremony or sometime after it's right around the end of light of the jedi she takes him on as her padawan and she herself is only like 15 16 and i thought that was pretty interesting that i'm I'm really interested in seeing how someone so young is going to be able to take charge as a master i am very excited to see how that turns out i'm very excited to see as well um now the only real um and this almost isn't even a comparison honestly but the only thing I can think of is now exactly how old was Obi Wan when he said he was going to take on Anakin as his mas- Anakin as his Padawan. That's a good point. I think he was, I want to say nineteen twenty. 
I yeah, that's 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 around the age that I that I would have thought that he was around. I I don't recall exactly, but I know he he wasn't that old. You know? No, he wasn't. He, he was so, definitely young. So that's kind of the the closest thing I can think of. But even that is not. That's like, you know, being fifteen, sixteen. I mean, that's that's really. I, honestly, I hope this. Uh, you know the 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 reader in me, like the person that is like looking, like reading, going through the events. I hope it ends well, but like the writer in me is hoping it does not end well. Like I'm hoping that something goes wrong because she's so young. I could so easily see this falling apart. You know, I kind of feel like it would. Um, I have I haven't seen an, a, enough of Vernestra to to know how adept she is. They and one thing they did do in this book is they they said oh, all these masters say she's such a prodigy, such a massive prodigy, and you know, from this book, she seemed you know to to understand the force, and she's certainly a master in terms of you know having a light wit as well. Oh yes, we'll get into that. Yeah, which we'll get into that as well in a moment. But like, you know, I didn't see like her in the book as like this like really you know stoic almost like a master full like presence from her she still seemed pretty young and pretty you know pretty malleable like she seemed pretty open to like you know so i don't know she doesn't seem like so super mature to the point where i'm like yeah she could definitely take on a padawan you know so yeah i don't know how this is gonna end but i don't think it's gonna end well i'd be shocked if it did honestly i don't think it's gonna end well either i think i think she's too young he's too young and i think i think the book purposefully sets her up as somebody who we don't know too much about her individually yeah like we know that she's a prodigy we know what other people think of her but we don't know much about her past and she seems very bright and um i don't want to say bubbly but like optimistic yeah right Mm -hmm. and which is great but i feel like that just hints at there being a not a darker side to it, you know, for lack of a better term. Um, and I think that her taking him on with his troubles already is going to make it extremely difficult for both of them. So, yeah, I'm with you. I don't see it ending well. Um, and Obi-Wan apparently was 25. Oh, he's 25. Yeah. Okay. So he was so he was actually um, he was pretty old. Not he, he wasn't old, but he was definitely what? older than Vernestra. Yeah. Right. Um, is here uh so you 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 touched on it um the light whip so yeah. and this has not been seen in canon material yeah. am i correct yes that's correct this has not been seen in any current published canon material since di- that is since disney purchased lucasfilm um she is sent she can have a lightsaber and it stands straight like every other lightsaber um like a regular blade um, but then when she flicks her lightsaber, she's got an, a second switch, I guess, a second gear. I don't know. Uh, it mm-hmm. turns into a whip and she uses it like a whip. Um, and I really thought this was going to be cheesy. I really, really did. And I was very wrong. I was very yeah. wrong. I I actually think it's kind of cool. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I've always been a big fan of the light whip and really all lightsaber variations, the double lightsaber any variation of lightsaber i mean even even small things like ahsoka having one lightsaber be longer than the other even that i'm like oh i love it 
you know, any variation. Lightsaber nerd. Of, yeah, any lightsaber, anything. I'm just like, I love it. Make it whatever you want, you know. So I, I love the light whip. And I'm so glad that she was able to make it. I love how she made it, too. Like, how she just had, she just woke up and, like, had a vision. And she's just like, I have to do this. And she just makes a light whip. That's so, I love the force. <laughs> yeah. So I loved that it just came to her in a vision and she just did it. I'm like, oh, that's great. You know, so, so yeah, I'm, I'm a huge fan. I'm a huge fan. I want to see more of it. And I mean, I love the whole, I love everything. The High Republic with the different kinds of lightsabers and the different colors and the cross guards and everything. Adding a light whip to it is just, is just great. So I, I, I love it. And I like how she was able to use it. it was, the, the descriptions were really cool. Uh, so yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing how it gets used more in the future. Uh, yeah, no, I'm. I don't know if I love all the lightsaber combinations as much as you do, all the different varieties, but it is really cool. I I have loved um, all of them as well, and so seeing the light whip and seeing how she continues to use it, and like you, the fact that it kind of just like the force called to her, and she yeah. felt the need to do this. Um, and is there a reason for that as well? Uh, yeah. I like yeah. to think there is, and maybe that's just us reading too much into it. Um. But I, mm. there's usually a reason for this kind of stuff, um, and so yeah. I'm I'm excited for that. What I like there are uh, there are a couple of little deep digs in the book in terms of lore, right? In terms of mm. setting up this even f- further back in the history of Star Wars timeline, the canon timeline that right. they haven't explored yet. But there are a couple things. So there's the mention of the Sith Wars, which was also mentioned briefly in Light of the Jedi, um, where the Jedi used a light whip. Um, back mm-hmm. then, there was Serval the Uncanny, who used a light whip against Sith Lords, who used forbidden forms. Um, I listen. I don't. I, we don't know anything about it except that one sentence that that was in the book. But I thought that was just a kind of cool way to deepen right. the lore some more. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I thought I think stuff like that is really cool. I agree. Um, I mean the the. I mean, the more we learn about about uh, the Sith Wars and all of the different, all of the new lore that's being introduced, uh, the better. So yeah, I was I was definitely a big fan of that as well. And I hope we learn more about these characters and and more characters um, uh, in the High Republic. I'm sure we will. I think this. I feel like the High Republic may also be a bit of a um, almost like a prelude to the Old Republic. Mm-hmm. And that we're gonna get a lot more with the old republic soon as well. Uh, but yeah, I think that's I think that's where we're getting. But I agree, I love the, the lore with with Servo, the Uncanny, and and the Sith War. So I hope we get more of that. I I do too. I'm I'm with you also in that I think the High Republic is very much a testing ground as well for Lucasfilm. I think this is them mm-hmm. pushing how can. Are audiences willing to take new characters in new places and new things, right? Is that and but by only setting it a few hundred years, you have enough space to play with most characters however you want and do whatever with them. But it's not too far removed from how the galaxy would look, as opposed to if you went right back to the old Republic with most most mainstream audiences, you know, three thousand years before Phantom Menace and before the Skywalker saga. The galaxy looks very, very different, right? right. So I, yeah. I can see them using this, and I don't want to say like it's a cop out. I'm not going to be one of those people that says, oh, you know, they should have just done the old Republic. You know, this is 
pointless. No, I think these are still really good stories, but it yeah. definitely feels like a, a testing ground to see if the audience is ready for new stories with new characters. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I agree completely. Uh, so we, so by the end of this book, our, our major characters, um, Vernestra has taken Imri as her Padawan, uh, Avon Staros, uh, J6, her droid. I, I know that they're going to show up, both her, Avon, and Vernestra are going to show up in the next young adult novel, which is Out of the Shadows by Justine Ireland. Mm-hmm. Um, and that'll also feature Wreath Silas from Into the Dark, which we'll talk about next time. Um, mm-hmm. so that's, that seems to be where we're going to get our next dose of these characters. Um, and I'm, I'm excited for it because I really think, and this is where we'll kind of just go into our overall thoughts of this book. Um, but this very much surprised me. This very much surprised me. I was really excited by this book. I, you know, I was excited by anything new Star Wars coming out. Um, but I was, I was very, very happy to see that the book itself didn't feel watered down and they didn't shy away from any of the bigger topics or heavier topics that the older books can go into more freely and more openly. And the fact that Justina Ireland didn't shy away, she gave us some great characters. It's a fun, quick read that both that both kids who want to get into Star Wars in general and the High Republic, as well as adults who are just following everything, can get into. Um, and not really feel like you're reading a kid's book because like the language and everything also used it doesn't feel too kiddish it doesn't feel too childish it's really well written it's a good story it's got some great some great lore and some great moments and i'm really excited to see where these characters go yeah i agree um i can't wait for her next book out of the shadows um uh i mean all, i like all these characters um uh, and I love I love Wreath as well, which we're getting to Into the Dark in a little bit in, 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 our, in our next show, I'm sure. But um, but yeah, that book I'm very excited about that book. I, I'm impressed with Justina Ireland what she was able to do with this book. Um, I feel like this is a good book for people, um, you know, for younger readers who and really like you said, just anybody. But uh, you know, for younger readers who are trying to get into Star Wars, may not know much about it. Um, you know, may not know much about like Jedi and Sith and stuff. Yeah, I feel like this is a good book to kind of start out with, maybe uh, to get you to introduce you to what just what a Star Wars adventure looks like. Um, so, yeah, I, I was a big fan of this book. I think it's very good. Um, you know, it's not, of course, in my top or anything, a top list or anything like that. But I think it's just a great short, shorter uh, story. Uh, so, yeah, I, I was a big fan of this. I was very impressed. And I can't wait to see. Uh, see what she has in store in her next book. Yeah, there are really no downsides to this book, which I think is yeah. a plus also. So it's really you could just have fun, no real downsides, um, nothing really negative to say about it. Um, so those were our thoughts on A Test of Courage by Justine Ireland, which was the second release of the High Republic rollout. Um, they came out, it came out the same day as Light of the Jedi, um, and it's meant to be read after. So if you have some knowledge of the events, so that kind of sets up the book. Um, the next book, it's, which is Into the Dark by Claudia Gray. Now, you just finished that, correct? Yes. Yep. I'm done with it. That's exciting. So that's what we're going to be doing on our next show. That's a little bit of a deeper dive. We knew this was going to be a little shorter because this is just in general a shorter book and there wasn't as much to talk about. But Into the Dark has a lot to talk about. Um, mm-hmm. And so I really wanted to do a full episode of that. Um, so that is what everyone listening can look forward to next time. We will probably get that out within the next 
week or so. Um, we'll try to we'll try to definitely do that a nice deep dive and breakdown of everything in that book and there really is so much. Um, Shamari, thank you for coming on, man. I say thank you as if you're a guest, and I don't know why I just did that. Um, but <laughs> no, I'm, I'm glad I'm, we I'm glad we got to sit down and talk about this. Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad to be here. Um, you know, I'll be on as much as I can be. <laughs> I mean, you're gonna if you're not there, it's not happening. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's well. Hey, that's that sounds great to me. I'm always glad to be here. All right, Shamar. Where can people find you? Uh, you can find me online um, at uh, mcsham22 on Instagram, and I'm also on Snapchat. I post there infrequently as well. Um, and uh, you can also look me up. Uh, I have a separate podcast called the Imperial Broadcast. Um, it's a part of uh, me and my brothers. We have a podcast network called the New Generation Podcast Network. You can search that wherever wherever you get uh, your podcasts from and you can uh, find my Star Wars podcast there as well so I highly recommend you all check that out also just as with Shamari's podcast network this show Geeking Out Over Star Wars is available anywhere you get your podcasts Apple Music uh, uh, Amazon Music Spotify everywhere you would you would get a podcast everywhere you listen it's available if you like what you hear please like it follow subscribe um, it means the world to us, and we're so excited you decided to join us, and we will see you next time.